You're listening to Resurrection South Austin, a community of faith, learning to do life together in the goodness of God. For more information, you can find us online at resaustin.com. In the name of God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Y'all can have a seat. Good morning, everybody. I'm not about to preach. Um, I'm actually, Lauren, would you come up here? Lauren McCain is our director of family ministry, and she's going to be doing a lesson for us. Um, this actually isn't like a special kind of thing that we're doing just for uh, like this Sunday. This happens all the time in our nursery. And I know that the word nursery is kind of deceiving because you're, what you're about to see does not happen in nurseries. We're, we're actually going to rename what goes on in that room because that's not a helpful name for it. Um, but I've asked her, and we do this every once in a while, because I want it to be before us as a church. And here's my, if I'm preaching, here's, here's all I'm saying today. Friends, uh, our children are not something that we put in another room and hope like they come out okay when they're 18 or something. We, we are given this wonderful gift of children that come from God, and he said, do not get in the way of them. Let them come to me. And we are stewards of these kids. So having said that, I want to give us permission as a community to have children who interrupt, interrupt us and who are crawling all over us in the seats. I know moms and dads, that can be tough. That's okay. We want our kids, we want to teach our kids how to worship and pray with us. We want them to actually learn to speak to God in prayer. So this is why we do this. Um, if, if, uh, if you have noticed at all, we have tons and tons of children. And like, that is our church's wealth, is our children. I mean, seriously, we are loaded to the gills with wealth by our children. Um, and we want to be good stewards of that. So uh, just a reminder, uh, our kids are, are not um, a, an appendage to the church. We're actually part of the center, centerpiece of the life of our church. And we want to welcome them into that center quite regularly. And we need to be reminded of that. So parents, um, we love you. We support you. In fact, this is the last thing I'll say. Our vision for our family ministry isn't to raise kids in the way of the Lord. Our vision for it is to equip parents to raise their children in the way of the Lord. And if you think, whew, well, I don't have kids, so I'm off the hook. Not so, because that baptismal font, if you're baptized, has brought you into the family of God and made you parents of a whole gang of kids. So um, everybody has a part to play in raising our kids, and so that's why we're going to do this lesson for us. Enough said. Um, Lauren, take it away, please. All right. If you are a kid here, come on up. You do not need your books. You don't need your coloring bags. But you can take a seat on this front step right here, right in front of that second black line. There we go. And parents, if you have kids that may want to sit in your lap, you're welcome to come on up, and they can still sit in your lap up here too. So don't worry about that. We're all going to share this space up here. Let's see. Go ahead and get settled. I wonder what we're doing today. Good gracious. Got a whole bunch of things. <clears throat> Boys and girls, do you remember? A lot of you were here last time we were up here together. What were we doing last time? When were we up here last? Jamie. We were getting ready for when Jesus came? Yeah, it was Advent, right? That is so cool. And Jesus was coming then. How? Who was Jesus? How was Jesus going to come in Advent? Last time we were getting ready for him. 
Christmas was his birthday. Yeah, we are celebrating Advent, right? Yeah. Advent was when we were getting ready for his birthday, and Christmas was when we celebrated uh, that his birthday actually came. And you know what? Everybody was here. We were all getting ready for his birthday, and we were on a journey to Bethlehem, right? And then he did come. Do you remember why he came? Why did Jesus need to come? Yes, Kristen. That is baby Jesus. Why did he need to come? To save us from sin, to rescue us. Yes, and he did come, didn't he? That's so right. And everybody came and they worshipped him. But you know what? He didn't stay a baby. He grew up to be a kid like you. He did a lot of kid things. Probably ran in the streets. Maybe he played soccer with his friends. Or tag. He probably had dinner with his friends. Maybe he went to birthday parties. Then he grew up. And he became a man like your daddy's. Jesus did amazing things as a man. He taught people about God. He healed people from all kinds of sicknesses. But most importantly, Jesus came and he did rescue us from our sins, didn't he? He did. He didn't just come as a baby and stay that way. He grew up and he rescued us from our sins. And that is the story of the resurrection. That is what we're celebrating here today. And today, our story is in a town called Jerusalem. Jerusalem is very close. You know Jerusalem? That's awesome. You don't? Well, Jerusalem was a city very close to the little town of Bethlehem where Jesus was born. And Jesus came here every year to celebrate Passover with his friends and his family. And Passover was a very special holiday. At Passover, all of God's people celebrated how God saved them from the Egyptians thousands of years ago. And so they were all celebrating God saving them. Jesus was there and his friends was there, were there. Except this particular Passover... There were some people very angry with Jesus. They were jealous of him because of all the amazing things he was doing. And some of them were even saying that he wasn't God. Can you believe that? They had just waved palm branches and they were saying, you're the king, you're going to save us. And then they became jealous and angry And they actually sent soldiers to arrest Jesus at the Passover. And so soldiers came and they arrested Jesus. And they brought him to the house of the governor named Pilate. And a lot of angry people came to watch this. Some people who had just worshipped him and just called him their king were now angry with him. But some of Jesus' friends came too. 
I wonder what Jesus' friends were thinking when all these angry people were mad at Jesus. And so everybody was there. And Pilate said, what are you doing? Why are you so mad at him? What has he done so wrong? What evil has he done? And you know what the people said? Crucify him. They couldn't name evil. But they said, crucify him. And Pilate says, why? I don't have a good reason. And they kept saying, crucify him. And so, boys and girls, it was so sad. Pilate said, okay. And he let the soldiers and the angry people take Jesus. And they kept saying many mean things to him. They did. They took him outside of the city and they crucified him. Jesus had so much power that he didn't run away. Even though some of his friends were so scared, they didn't come with him. They did. Some of Jesus' friends were so scared, they stayed away. Some of Jesus' friends came along and watched. Salome, Mary Magdalene, and Mary, the mother of James and John, they came. And at 9 o'clock on Friday morning, they hung Jesus on a cross just like the people demanded. I wonder how the people felt watching Jesus die on the cross. The same one who they had just called their king a week ago. That's crazy. They were sad. Wait, when you can leave that alone. It's okay. And you know what? At 12 o'clock, three hours later, the whole sky became dark as the middle of the night. It was the middle of the day. Look, it's the middle of the day here. There's sun everywhere. But this was the middle of the day, and Jesus was on the cross. The Son of God was on the cross, and God made the whole sky completely dark. How would you feel if the whole sky went dark? That's crazy. And then at 3 o'clock, the sky was still dark. And Jesus died. You know what? The same soldier who had crucified Jesus, he knew how Jesus died he knew that it was God's son. He said, surely this is the son of God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine seeing him dying on the cross and knowing that he was God's son? It was so sad. 
rest of the day. All of Jesus' friends, even the angry people, went home because Jesus had died. They must have been so sad. Would you have been sad? Do you think you would have been sad? How would you have felt if your teacher, the one you'd grown up with and loved your whole life, if he had died? They must have been so sad. And the soldiers when he went home. But you know what? One of Jesus' friends was named Joseph. I know him. You know him? That's so cool. I know him. You know him too? Have you heard of Jesus' follower, Joseph? You too? That's so cool. Joseph cared so much for Jesus. He was a shy follower. He didn't tell everybody. But he really cared about Jesus. And so he went to Pilate, and he said, Pilate, can I take Jesus' body off the cross? Can I bury him? And Pilate said, okay, you can do that. So Joseph of Arimathea went and took Jesus' body down. And he wrapped it up as a way of caring for him. And then he put it in his tomb that was in the rock. The big rock. It was a big rock, yeah. Tombs then were a little bit different than they are now. But Joseph wanted to love Jesus like this. So he put him in the tomb, and he put a big stone in front of it. And then Joseph went home too. And a whole day passed, and Jesus was still dead. What, buddy? But then Jesus came alive. Oh, we're not there yet. (laughs) You're right. Hold that for a second, okay? We're getting there, buddy. You're right. A A whole day passed, and Jesus was still dead, and his friends were still so sad. And it was the day everybody was supposed to rest. And then the next day, very, very early in the morning, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and John, were on their way to the tomb because they wanted to take care of Jesus' body too, right? When someone dies, we show them how much we love them And their way of caring for Jesus was to put spices on his body, so they were on their way there. And it was just women. They were like, oh my goodness, I wonder who's going to roll away the the huge stone from the tomb for us. We can't do that. We're not strong enough. I wonder who's going to do that. I don't know. But when they got there, Guess what? The stone was rolled away, and there was someone there. There was a young man in a bright white robe, 
how would you feel if you got to a tomb and there was supposed to be a big stone in front of it and your friend was supposed to be in there and you got there and there was no stone and there was this strange man in a super bright white robe. Would anybody be scared? I think I would be scared outside my mind. Would you be scared? The boys wouldn't be scared, just the girls? Yeah, all the girls would be scared for sure, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no? I would be scared. I'm a grown woman. You know what, though? You're brave. That's so cool. You would? Man, Barrett, that's amazing. Yeah? Guess what? Guess what the angel said to the women? Are we all here? He said, this is not working. Okay, cool. He said, don't be afraid. He's not here. He's risen. Just like he said he would. Don't be scared. I know, huh? It's okay. We're good. You can hear me. Don't be scared. He's risen. Go. Tell all his friends. Go. Tell them that he's alive. Just like he said he would. And so, Mary, the mother of James and John, goes and hurries to tell Jesus' friends that Jesus is alive. But Mary Magdalene stays. She's a little confused still. She doesn't quite get it. And she's crying. She's so sad. She doesn't see Jesus' body. He's supposed to be there. And you know what? She turns around, and who does she see? Jesus. She sees Jesus. And he hears her crying, and he says, Woman, why are you crying? You know what? She's still confused. She says, Lord, if you've taken him, tell me where he is so I can go take care of him. She's sad and confused, and she doesn't know what to do. And he says, Mary. And she knows who it is. And she says, teacher. And he says, whoa, don't cling to me yet. I have not ascended to the Father. My Father and your Father. My God and your God. Do you think Mary was still sad? No. No. She was probably so happy. Yeah, she was probably like, oh my goodness, you are alive. I see you. This is amazing. This is the best news ever. And she went and she hurried. She probably was running in her dress and everything all the way to go tell all of Jesus' friends that Jesus was alive. That is such good news, huh? That's the best news I've ever heard. Is that the best news you've ever heard? Yeah. 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 So during Easter tide, boys and girls, especially when everything here is white and we're celebrating and we're partying, we remember that Jesus didn't just come as a baby. He didn't just stay as a baby. 
He grew up. He came as a baby to rescue us from our sin. And then he did. He died on the cross to save us. And then he rules again, just like he said he would. That is the best news ever. Yeah, Jamie. That's true. Jesus made us to grow up. God made us to grow up. You know what, boys and girls? I have a lot of questions. Do you ever have questions about a story? Raise your hand if you can think of a question right now that you have about a story. If you have a question, raise your hand. You? Yeah? I wonder so many things about this story. You have a lot of questions? You know? What? After church today, And then what? He was in the rock, and then he was different. He rose again. He came back to life, didn't he, Asher? Yeah. Boys and girls, there's a lot of things that we wonder about. There's a lot of questions. If you have your own questions, lock them in your brain right now. Keep them there. If you don't have questions, we have some questions maybe you want to talk with your mommy and your daddy about. At home, at lunch, or at dinner? Everybody's going to eat lunch today, right? Yeah. Yeah? I, I, I eat lunch. You eat lunch? Cool. At I lunch? Not. Yeah. I want everybody, you can pick up one of these. They're going to be backed by the coloring bags and the books. I know you know where those are because I saw you all with them this morning. Okay, pick one up off the table. Take it home to your mommy and daddy. Ask them your questions. Maybe your mommies and daddies have questions. If you don't have a question, maybe you can think about some of these. Okay? Sound good? Yeah? Yeah? Can you clap your hands one time if you heard what I said? Yeah. Awesome. Very good. All right. It is time to go back and sit with your mom and dad. So don't run, but turn, find your parents, and go sit down. Thank you. You're listening to Resurrection South Austin, a community of faith, learning to do life together in the goodness of God. For more information, you can find us online at resaustin.com.